So let me ask, have you officially laid those criminal charges as yet? Yes, I uh, went to the central police station in Cape Town this morning and laid the charges uh, against the Minister of Police and the National Police Commissioner for knowingly being in possession of this technology, which, as you've set out very clearly, is unlawful in terms of the RICA Act. So has there been an explanation from the police as to why these grabbers were procured and why uh, the required certification or exemption was not sought? Well, that's the 112 million rand question, Sakina. This is what the, uh, the bill was to the taxpayer for the purchase of this equipment. Uh, and it's very clearly set out in law that no law enforcement agency or any individual or business may procure such technology without being in possession of that exemption certificate. And so no credible explanation has been provided. Uh, We submitted parliamentary questions. The minister replied to say, yes, SAPS has been in possession of this equipment since 2019. He clearly acknowledges that he has been aware of it. He's been the minister since 2018. They had in the past applied for the exemption certificate after the fact, uh, uh, which is simply not good enough. The Minister of Justice in another reply has confirmed what we already know, but it's nice to see it in writing from him that it is unlawful for SAPS to be in possession of this. Now, the exemption certificate was finally granted a couple of months ago when Parliament convened to deal with that matter. But for the last almost four years, SAPS has not been in possession of that exemption certificate. And the next question that we will be asking is, was that equipment in fact used uh, to intercept communication uh, of of South African citizens, journalists, or any other individuals in the Republic. And uh, there goes my next question, because that's exactly what I wanted to know, whether we know uh, whether, firstly, it has been used and what it would have been used for in that period. But given that you say that uh, the exemption has subsequently been granted, could there not be an argument made that uh, this, therefore, you know, is uh, okay that they should have the equipment because they now are able to use it? Can the police not argue that they they bought it, they haven't used it, but they now have subsequently obtained the necessary exemption? Well, they can make the argument, but they unfortunately will fail. The Minister of Justice, in his reply, made it very clear that this does not uh, apply retrospectively certainly doesn't clear them from the procurement and possession without an exemption certificate over the last four years. And so, you know, it's very, very clear from the Minister of Justice and in the Act that um, now that they have it simply doesn't clear them of the wrongdoing uh, and unlawful conduct over the last four years. Uh, This is now when they should be purchasing that equipment after they've been granted the exemption certificate. And um, so, so it is extremely serious. Uh, that nothing was done, no steps were taken uh, to either destroy that equipment or return to sender uh, and dispossess saps of that equipment, which they knowingly were in possession of unlawfully. Ms. Whitfield, do you know how many of those grabbers were purchased and at what cost? Well, the total cost um, that has been reported quite widely over the years, 112 million Rand. Um, this tech was pr- procured prior to the NASREC conference. It was it was incredibly controversial at the time. National Police Commissioner General Ketla Sitole was the head of the police at the time, uh, and there has been a lot of passing of the buck uh, 
uh, over the the period. We don't know exactly how many grabbers at this point. We are thin on detail, but we intend to be following up with a series of questions in order primarily to find out whether SAPs, in spite of being unlawfully in possession of the equipment, whether they unlawfully made use of this equipment to intercept calls. And we know that the RICA judge uh, who approves uh, such um, permissions to intercept communication has raised concerns that a number of applications to intercept communications over the years uh, have been submitted fraudulently and that it may very well be the case that innocent South Africans have had their communication intercepted without the correct approvals being in place. And so it is incredibly, incredibly concerning. Um, and, and we're going to be now probing that element of this issue. How easy or difficult would it be to prove that those grabbers have in fact been used or they had been used prior uh, to the exemption being granted? Well, in anything like this, in cloak and dagger of the police and, and, and intelligence, uh, it, it, it's it, it's difficult. We may we may get slapped with a, uh, a notice that says, "Oh, this is now classified." All of a sudden, but we will be submitting a promotion of access to information act to determine how this equipment was utilised, who utilised it, um, and all of the relevant details surrounding it over the last four years. It's hard to believe that it wasn't used. I mean, they were already possessing it illegally. Why not simply use it illegally? Uh, and so, you know, anything is possible, but we will wait until we get that response to our PIA application. And we'll also be asking the Auditor General to scrutinize this transaction specifically and to impose sanctions where it's warranted. We cannot simply allow the state to abuse the law in order to try and enforce the law. That is a very, very slippery slope. Thanks so much, uh, DA Shadow Minister of Police Andrew Whitfield. As you heard there, he has already laid a charge, criminal charges against uh, the police minister and, of course, police commissioner uh, with regard to the grabbers that uh, the SAPS bought. And uh, they did this uh, without or before they had obtained the required certificate of exemption uh, under the regulation of the interception of communications and provisions of Communications Related Information Act.